The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Yes, this is your host, Vincent Jenna on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. And I am coming to you live from Holly Springs, North Carolina. Yes, people, I am in my home finally. Finally, oh my God, it's fairly empty because the furniture doesn't get delivered until Friday and unpacked on Friday. So we've been improvising air mattresses and bar stools and stuff like that. But the home is beautiful. We're very excited to be here. And boy, putting up blinds on 13 windows and ceiling fans in five different rooms and other light fixtures. Oh my goodness gracious, my body after a year of not going to the gym is killing me. <laughs> but it's all good, right? So I'm glad you can come today and join me here because I'm going to do a past life regression with you. So the that'll be in the second half hour, so you can't go away. you got to stay here with me. It's a guided reverie. It uh, Reverie is a guided meditation and an experience that you have raising to a higher consciousness We'll go to a different level. I help bring you to a different level. And then your soul takes over and guides you to see what you need to see. You know, so um, I can't believe this month we're going to do that in the, in the next half hour. But um, in the first half hour, we'll talk about past lives. But right now, I just can't believe March is almost over. And you you hear that from everybody. It is it was so funny because on Stephen Colbert one night they were talking about um actually with Jimmy Kimmel and they were talking about everybody saying I can't believe what day it is and they went through all these news reporters and there was like 20 to 30 different news reporters and people saying I can't believe it's the 28th I can't believe it's the 27th I can't believe and they kept going on and on and on and on and on but the 31st the 31st of March is always a very special day for me well besides my friends had some birthdays the past couple of days the 31st is the day before this guy's birthday. That's right. April 1st, April Fool's is coming up, and that is my birthday. So we are celebrating by doing more work in this house. (laughs) And then going out, I hope, I think, or bringing in, I don't know. I, You know, after you do work in a home and you're setting up, you know, and your body is aching you like crazy and you go and you take a shower, it's like, I'm not in the mood to go out. But we're going to we're gonna party tomorrow, April 1st, right? My birthday, 66. Oh, thank goodness there's not another six there. I'm glad I wasn't born on June 6th. Otherwise, it would be 666, right? (laughs) But, yeah, so I'm going to celebrate because life has been fabulous. Keep your eye out for my book. 
I'm hoping it comes out in September. We just did the cover and with the publisher. I'm excited. Yay. Woo. God, it's not working. The key to finally stop saying that. That is the approved name of the book. It's in the editing queue as we speak. So I'm thrilled. You got to know that I'm thrilled because um, I spent a lot of time working on that book and, and looking for somebody who'd be interested in publishing it. And a wonderful, wonderful publishing company found it and fell in love with it and loved my title and loved my chapters. And, and that's what you need. That's what's important. And a lot of times those dreams coming true take time. They take time so that they can turn out right. And the best, more than just good, you know, the best. I was even thinking about when we were purchasing this home, it's like, oh, it's so delayed. We were supposed to actually move in. We bought it in August and they said uh, closing should be somewhere around February 15th. And then we realized it was getting delayed and they are so backed up with building and closing the attorneys, the mortgage companies, because people all over the United States are going crazy selling and buying homes. They're selling homes at very high prices with, with bidding wars and all of this nonsense. And some are even moving into apartments before they even buy a home. So, you know, they've sold it and, oh, it's crazy over here. It really is. I don't know how it is by you real estate industry, but it is definitely crazy over here and exciting. So we were supposed to move in early. And of course you go, oh, wow. End of February. Are you kidding me? Then the end of February turned into the end of March, end of March. But let me tell you why it's so perfect. Number one, when you have an empty house in the wintertime, it's cold here in North Carolina and goes down to the 40s and the 30s. And we had some majorly cold weather this winter in February. Had we been in this house, that heat would have been skyrocketing, you know, and an empty house. You've got nothing absorbing the heat. You've got nothing taking away some of the cold. So so that was one comfort, comfort here. And then, too, with all the other homes that are being built, the trucks are on the street, the mud is everywhere, the, the, all the, the lumber and the siding and, and everything that's being done is all over. Our house is done, but there are some other houses on the same block that are being built. And so we didn't have to deal with that. Most of that is away. There's very little stuff left, right? And then... They put landscaping in. Will you put landscaping in in the wintertime? You're lucky if it lives by spring, you know, and now and that's coming up and the lawn is greening and there's buds on all the beautiful trees. And there was they got the all the streets in. They got all the landscaping around the streets, the trees, everything. We wouldn't have had that. It would have been barren. It would have been blank. We would have been waiting for everything. And here it is. The neighborhood is almost done and we get to be in this house now. And so the timing was perfect. So it was as if spirit said, wait, hold on, hold on. Don't worry about it. I got you. I got you back. You're not losing the home. So don't worry about when you get in. I'm going to put you in at a good time. 
And spirit certainly did. God certainly did, because this was actually the better time for us to not too not too late, not too early. So it's all in in trusting, trusting what you've created, trusting life, trusting your dreams. Right. It took me forever to get a television show. And then I wind up getting it in England where they love me. They absolutely love me in England. They've already been seeing me, the people, the public been getting letters, been getting uh, readings like crazy up the wazoo. So, yeah, I was complaining that it wasn't any sooner. I was getting older. But you know what? It's only a number anyway. And so my birthday tomorrow isn't a celebration of uh, that I'm 66. That's not the celebration. The celebration is the life I've created all these years and that I'm going to continue to create. And so it's a it's another birth. It's a birthing of a new year. Every year brings something new and different. And it can bring something fabulous and wonderful or it can bring something horribly catastrophic and traumatic or dramatic like we had in 2020, like we had at the beginning of this year, right? But but I choose, I choose to create another year of even more abundance, more abundance. So I'm excited to celebrate another newness to my life that is coming up. And that's the reason why we celebrate. You don't count down. Oh, my goodness. I know too many people. Matter of fact, I know a person who hasn't even told her children her exact age. Because she's always lied about it. She's always lied. She couldn't stand the fact of how old she was. And she always lied about the year she was born. And so her children think she's younger than what she really is. Oh, my goodness. And I know people go, oh, another birthday, another year. Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm 66. Are you kidding me? This is what I'm hearing now. I can't believe I just turned 30. Oh, my God. Holy cow, I'm 30 years old. And tomorrow is my son's 40th birthday. And, of course, he's going, I can't believe I'm 40. Holy cow. I can't believe the kids are grown up. I can't believe I have a son who's 14 years old. Oh, my God. Right? It's just like instead of, oh, my God, I can't believe all these wonderful years that I have accumulated and the things I've done and the achievements and the dreams that I have made come true. You know, oh, my gosh, this is fabulous. Tomorrow's my birthday. I've accumulated 40 years. I can't wait to see what else I'm going to create for myself over the next 40 to 50 years, right? Don't count down. Count up. Count up. Because the older you get, the wiser you get, the more experience you have, the more wisdom, supposedly. And so... I'm talking about this because this actually does play in with past lives, quite honestly. Because you right now, if you look at your birth year, excuse me, how many years you have accumulated right now, that's just for this lifetime. 
this physical lifetime. You've accumulated more years than that. How exciting is it that I am going to be 66 for this lifetime tomorrow, but Lord knows, my soul knows, and spirit knows how many lifetimes worth of years I have also accumulated. And I kind of feel that I'm an old soul because of all of this that has happened to me and the information that has come to me that doesn't come to new souls. New souls can't handle higher consciousness thinking. Freaks them out. That's why you'll have people turn away when you start talking about new new thought, new age, anything paranormal, metaphysical. With, oh, no, I don't believe in that stuff. Oh, my God, no, no, no. No, that's devil's work. That's devil. Oh, oh no, you're crazy. You're loony. You're delusional. You're delusional. You believe in that stuff. No, they don't want to believe in that stuff because they're afraid. They're afraid to think. See, here to think. Think about this for a minute. And all of you today who are joining me on this past life regression, okay, which is going to be spectacular for you. I'm telling you right now. If you have a sad life, this life, if it is not rewarding and fulfilling, think about that for a moment. If it's not rewarding or fulfilling, wouldn't you be afraid of knowing what your past lives were? Wouldn't you be wondering, oh my gosh, this life sucks. What happened in my past lives or anything? How can you possibly be excited about past lives if you're unexcited about your current life? That's all I can say is how can you be excited about that? When in the meantime, you should be. You should be excited. Holy cow. You have no idea all the wonderful things that you've accumulated in your life. And quite honestly, it could be even better than this one. You don't know. Sometimes we do decide to step back a little bit in consciousness just so that we can re-examine things. But most of the time we do advance. Most of the time. Not all of the time. Most of the time we do advance. Sometimes we stay the same. We go nowhere. You can see some of those people, the way they act and the way they've been acting out and lashing out and the prejudices and the racism and the unequal treatment and all of that, that discord within each person. It's either because they have not advanced, they have not evolved. You really can't go back backwards as far, far, far as the information you've collected. You can only go backwards in the way you choose to behave. So we don't know if they've stepped backwards or they decided, I want to repeat elementary school. Or, you know what, let me go back to kindergarten again. And they make believe, make put all that stuff aside. You can tell some of those people. Well, Edgar Casey said it, said it really well. In, in his consciousness levels, there, there are those people who know, who know the information, who know inside, but they don't know they know. 
And so they act them random. They're acting randomly, spontaneously. Um, knee-jerk reactions also. But deep down, there's something telling them mm, this isn't right. You're not doing, you're not making the good choices. And that makes them feel even worse. Then there are people who think they know what they know, and they don't. They're making it up. But inside... Again, there's still a guidance system telling them, man, you know you're doing something wrong. So there's different levels that we choose to come into this life with. There's different information, the amount of information, the skills, the talents. So the reason why I want to do a past life regression for all of you is so that you could see, your soul will guide you today, because that's the way I do it. It almost sounds like hypnosis while I'm doing it. It's not. Hypnosis and meditation is very are very similar, just so that you know. I know there's going to be some hypnotherapist out there saying, no, it has nothing to do with that. But yeah, I mean, you, you can self-hypnotize. You can even record your own voice talking you into a hypnotic state, or you can listen to a guided meditation. The reverie I'm going to do today actually is on my meditation series, digital audio that's available on my website, Seven Journeys for Your Soul. One of them is Meet Your Past Lives. And it's going to be very similar to what we're doing today. So if you ever want to repeat it, you certainly can get that CD and go back as many times as you want and see whatever else it is that your soul wants you to see. So why is it good? Well, you've heard me talk about using this past. There's so many people that said, forget your past, move on, forget your past, move on. You move, you're walking forward, you're not looking backwards. And I'm always one that said, use your past, don't cut it out, use it, because chances are it's your past that's getting in your way now, so you can't cut it out, you've got to heal it, you've got to alter it, you've got to do something with it to make it better. So, so it's the same, all right, so we're talking, I'm just saying that about this life's past. Well, what about if you have an issue in this life that's because of a past life? Wouldn't you want to see that so that you can heal that too? Well, you absolutely can do that. That's what we're doing today. So seeing a past life that may be blocking you in this life in some way is very advantageous. It helps you understand. And just so that you understand about reincarnation, it works whether you believe in it or not. Really, you know, think about it. If, if you're spiritual minded at all and you believe in spirit or God, you can't possibly think that God would create a universe where you only had one chance to get everything right or one chance to experience anything. You know, we talk about opportunities. We talk about doors and windows. When a door closes, God opens a window somewhere. 
What are the what do you think that means? Those are all second chances that they're talking about. Second chances. So you lose an opportunity. I've done that many times, you know. Or did I lose an opportunity? You don't know if you're losing an opportunity or if your soul's closing that particular opportunity because there's a better one coming up. You don't know that because we're, we're not in that close link with our soul to hear our soul turn around and say, oh, no, I'm going to you, you're going to hear back from the guy you just interviewed with that they hired somebody else. Don't worry about it. I did that. I don't want you to get this job. You think you want it. I don't want you to have it because there's something better I've got planned for you. You don't need your soul talking to you like that. But that's what could be going on. So you want to be able to understand that issues can also accumulate from a past life. Not just skills, not just talents, not just wisdom and knowledge but the 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 negative things the bad habits the bad choices the lower choices that you've made and a lot of times and you've heard me say this a lot of times coming into a new life in order to fix something from a past life isn't always smart because you can replicate the same problem many people do that so if you read in the Bible, the New Testament, there are many, including the Old Testament, there are many references to reincarnation. But those books were removed from the Bible. The five chapters, there were five chapters, supposedly, of course, that were removed from the Bible in 535 AD by the Nicene Council, the same council that decided what gospels were going to be included and what gospels were not going to be included in the Bible, what words they were going to keep of Jesus, what words they were going to change of Jesus. Like they decided, "Mm, I don't like Thomas's gospel. We're not going to include it. Because in Thomas's gospel, the gospel according to Thomas, which is in print, by the way, go look it up and go get it and read it. It's fabulous. But within that, he has Jesus saying to Peter, upon you, I shall build my rock. You are my rock, Peter. Upon you, I shall build my church. But let not my church be of brick and mortar. Yes, 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 that's exactly what he said. Let not my church be of brick and mortar. That's amazing. Let not my church be of brick and mortar. Why on earth would they leave that out? Because the church built the brick and mortar building. And they said, that's the only place you can see God. And they put stained glass up and they make the buildings beautiful. Oh my gosh, if you've ever gotten a chance to go over to Europe and see all the Gothic cathedrals and churches and basilicas, holy moly. They're magnificent. And, you know, I've got to say that when you walk into them, you feel in awe you feel like you're closer to god the the more beautiful it is the closer you feel to god everybody is reverent they want to take their shoes off throw them down on themselves down on the ground 
Well, only because that's been ingrained. There's a lot of other beautiful buildings, you know, out there that aren't churches and nobody feels holy in those things. So, of course, it's it's what you've come to know. It's what you've been socialized to believe. But Thomas said, let not my church be a brick and mortar. So they removed him from the Bible. And of course, they were not going to include Mary Magdalene, the gospel according to Mary Magdalene. She wrote one, too. Actually, she was closer to Jesus than the rest of the disciples because she followed him, believed in him more. She had unwavering faith where all the other ones, they, you know, they had doubting, doubting Thomas. Thomas was a doubter. He had to put his finger in Jesus's hold where he was nailed to the cross in order to believe. That is all, yes, symbolic of the understanding that um, <clears throat> we can forget, we can lose um, our beliefs, our faith. That's all, you know, that's just all, all representative of all of us. But so they didn't want to have that, and they certainly did not want you to believe that you had a second chance, which is the major reason why they excluded all the biblical or most of the biblical references to reincarnation. But like I said, if you look real careful, you'll see different things. You'll see Jesus say a couple of times, I've been here before. You'll see John the Baptist refer to past lives. You'll see and hear all the other references within there where it, the rest of the paragraph and sentence is gone. So they didn't want you to believe that you had a second chance. Why? Why? Well, the same reason why the government protects us is because they don't think we can handle things. That's the same reason why the leaders of the church protect us too. Certainly, if you thought you had a second chance, you wouldn't need to go to church and you wouldn't need to follow their rules and regulations. You certainly wouldn't need to support them and and uh, pay money to the church. If you had a second chance, I'll do it next lifetime. They think that we would be lazy. Well, it's coming closer. You stay here with me. We're coming up to a commercial break right now. Don't go away so that you can experience some of your past lives on the Stop Stopping Yourself show with your host, Vincent Jenna. Thank you very much. We'll see you in just a moment. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. All right, welcome back. We're, if you're just joining us, we're talking about past lives because we are going to be doing a past life regression coming up now. So you can get your start, start settling down and get yourselves comfortable while I just finish up here a bit about 
reincarnation and how it is referred to in the Bible, but they did remove five books of the Bible that talk about reincarnation. And those are the Dead Sea Scrolls. If you ever get a chance to read the Dead Sea Scrolls, within those chapters are references to reincarnation. And even the ancient book of mysticism, of Judaism, the Kabbalah, or Kabbalah, it's all about reincarnation and coming back again. To do it again in order to do it right, to do it better, to do it more, because it is beautiful coming here. I mean, maybe not over the past few years it hasn't been beautiful coming here, but I know I've been here for a reason during this time, and I kind of feel that I'm doing the work that I meant to do this time. So what we're going to be doing today and what you're going to be experiencing, it's a whole visualization. Everything is visualization, just like dreams are visualization. Visualizing yourself in your desired dream what you would like to manifest in your life, you visualize that, imagination, fantasizing, those words all are interrelated, except they've gotten very negative connotation, visualizing and fantasizing. That's not, a fantasy is not impossible, okay? They made the word fantasy because it's a fanciful ideation about something, but there is no evidence that could ever happen. And that's not true at all. Anything that you see with your mind's eye, be it an inspiration, be it an imagination, a movie in your head or a fantasy, it's all capable of coming to pass. Otherwise, you wouldn't see it. Your scientists and luminaries knew that. Your Thomas Edison's, your Nikola Tesla, your your Orville and Wilbur Wright, the Wright brothers, all these people that created things. Leonardo da Vinci, Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, John Adams. John Adams is fabulous. I love it. And if you ever get a chance to watch 1776, the musical about the signing of the Declaration of Independence, it is fabulous. Fabulous. In it, towards the end, John Adams sings a song, Can Anybody See What I See? And, and that's what they saw. See, even our founding fathers, it doesn't make a difference, and even those that started it, the whole thing, they saw a different life. They saw it in their mind. They knew it could happen, and they followed it. So you've got to trust what you see. So trust what you see today. You're going to think you're making things up. I'm going to tell you what to visualize, but what you actually then see is completely up to your soul guiding you. I can only tell you the activity to do, which is what I'm going to be doing you in this guiding. And it may be, it will be fanciful, it will be different. I'm going to take you on a different journey so you do the best you can. Left brain thinkers do have a very difficult time visualizing because visualization comes from your right brain, the creative side, the imaginative side, the intuitive side, the nurturing side, the emotional side. When you start thinking, oh, am I really, am I making this up? If this is real or anything like that, that's nonsense. You're stopping yourself. Just let happen what happens. And if you can't visualize, Think of what I'm saying. Just let that happen. Just think. 
think about what you're seeing versus see what you're seeing. Think what you're seeing. That's what some people tell me. Well, it's not that I saw a bed, is I was thinking about a bed. With some people, you can't get in their brains to see what's going on so that you can tell him, no, 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 You're, you are visualizing, I can see it, I see the picture screen, and I see the picture back there, but you're thinking that you're thinking that. <laughs> well, and of course you're thinking that, that's how the brain is working, but the picture is there, the, and the brain does not work in just thoughts and words, it works in visions, in images images i'm going to be telling you and guiding you through images so do the best you can to follow me it'll still work i want you then to pay attention to your emotion the entire time what are you feeling during this process what are you feeling when you see a different life okay well we'll see what you're going to see <clears throat> so stay with me as best you can Put yourself in a room where you're uninterrupted. We're going to work through this for the rest of the hour. Relax, put things down. Just You're just listening to this. You don't need to do anything else. You don't need to take notes. You'll be able to go back and listen to this again or, or go and get my audios and, and be able to follow it directly. Okay, so this is going to be Meet Your Past Lives. I got some music playing in the background also. So everybody just relax. Lay your hands in your lap. Your feet should be on the floor, uncrossed, sitting in a comfortable chair. Or if you're sitting on a floor in the lotus position, it doesn't matter. If whatever is comfortable for you except lying down, do not be doing this laying down. Then you want the energy to constantly flow. So that's why you don't want to cross anything. Just lay your hands in your lap or at your side and just listen to my voice. That's all you need to do is listen to my voice. No matter what other noises you hear, just incorporate it into this visualization. It's okay, but you're just going to follow my voice. We're going to just do some exercises. I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose, filling your entire chest cavity. Your abdomen is expanding out in order to take that deep breath and exhale all of the air. You can exhale through your nose. You can exhale through your mouth. It doesn't matter. Take another deep breath in slowly. Filling every part of your body with the most precious fuel, oxygen. We cannot survive more than three minutes without oxygen. Otherwise, there is damage already to our brain. So relax through this entire process, feeling more peaceful, feeling calm, letting go of all the stress of today, letting go of all your thoughts, your doubts, your fears. You're wondering whether this is real or not, wondering what you're going to experience. None of that matters. Let's take a nice deep breath in again. 
and exhale, feeling deeper and deeper relaxed, in a very deep state, moving below the conscious state into a deeper state of awareness and consciousness. You can even pay attention to your breathing pattern right now. Don't change it or alter it. Just pay attention to it. Now I want you to start visualizing. I want you to see yourself in your living room, a room of your house. It doesn't make a difference what room it's in, a comfortable room. Visualize that in your mind's eye that you are sitting in your room. If you can't see it, think that you're sitting in your room. It works either way. Comfortably sitting in your room. Look around you in your mind's eye. Look around you. Turn your head to the left and turn your head to the right. And you can see your home is there with all the details of it. Pictures on the wall, knickknacks, whatever you have, books that are in this space that you're sitting in right now. Take a deep breath in and exhale. Feeling comfortable, feeling safe. You're in your own environment now. And now all of a sudden there is a solid wall in front of you with a door, a doorway. It's closed. The door is closed, but the wall is all white on the outside. But it's right. Maybe it's in your living room. Maybe it's in your bedroom. Maybe it's in your library, your office. It doesn't make a difference where you're sitting right now. But in front of you is a full wall. Even if it's not in your home, just picture this wall with a door on it. As a matter of fact, it's a beautiful door. Maybe it's all engraved and, and stained naturally, like from the old days. Very ornate engraving all around it. Maybe craftsman style or farmer style. Very natural, very rustic. But see your door. Big, bigger than normal, maybe eight foot, ten feet. It goes up to the ceiling. It's a large door. Let it be whatever size it wants to be. Just let it go. This big, beautiful door, which is in your home. See it. It has a, an ornate handle on it or a simple handle on it. Whatever you see. See the handle on the door. And I want you to open the door and step in a room. It's a room. It's a large room, but it's a solid room. It's all white. It has no windows and no other doors. It's just one solid white room. Matter of fact, it's so white, ceiling, floor, walls, that you can't tell the difference. The walls blend into the ceiling that blends into the floors. And step into that room. Just step in through the door that was in your home. And now you're in another room, in another place, but still in your home. So you feel safe, you feel comfortable, you feel secure, you can walk right into that room, close the door behind you. And once you close the door behind you, the door disappears. Now you're standing in a white room with no windows and no doors, but it's large and light is there. It's light, it's automatically light. 
You don't know where the light is coming from, but it's a beautiful white light that's glowing in this room. That's all white. This white room with a beautiful, bright light in it. You can still see. It doesn't shade your vision in any way or cause glare. It's a beautiful room. It, temperature is very comfortable, very warm. You feel very secure, very safe, very familiar in this room. You just don't remember that it was familiar. You don't remember because you haven't been here in a while, but it's there. And it's been there. It's always been there. You feel very comfortable in this room. Now, all of a sudden, on one of the walls is this beautiful closet. One of those stands separate, not built-in closet into the wall, but it stands separately, a shiffer robe, an amoir. But it's a large closet, and it holds clothes. But you just see it right now. I want you to see it. Maybe it's very ornate, beautiful carving, just like they were on the door. Very ancient, very old. Very antique, but ornate and beautiful. Maybe it's all gold. Maybe it's a rich wood, dark wood, mahogany, walnut, light blonde wood, oak. Whatever it is, whatever your mind envisions, follow me, stay with me, and see this closet. And you walk up to this closet now. Go ahead and walk up to the closet. In your mind's eye, you see this vision. The vision is yours. If you can't see it, just stay with me and think that you're walking to the closet. But you're going to the closet. Feeling comfortable and safe, you walk up and you see there's doors on the closet. They've been closed all along, maybe double doors on the closet or one giant single door on the closet. But you open the closet door. And when you open the closet door, you see garment bags hanging up. They're sealed. They're dark. Maybe they're black, but they're not clear. You cannot see through them. They've covered up whatever important clothes are underneath there. There's special clothes in those garment bags, but there may be several. Maybe there's five, maybe there's 20 garment bags hanging up in that closet. However many you see is up to you, your soul, your imagination. You see these garment bags and you're curious about it. I want you to just reach in and take one garment bag out. And on the back of the door that you opened is a hook so that you can hook your clothing, your garment bag on that hook on the back of the door. I want you to do that now in your vision, in your mind's eye, just see that. Hang it up and now unzip the garment bag unzip the garment bag visualize that as best you can you unzip it and there's clothes inside the garment bag they're yours open the garment bag and pull the clothing out you know how you always pull the clothing out of a garment bag and let the garment bag drape behind the clothes pull it out What is it that you're pulling out of the garment bag while it's still hanging up on the hook? What is it? 
Is it a jacket? Is it a dress? Is it a suit, a sports coat, a pair of pants and shirt? What is it that you see? Make special note of what you see and the age of it. What time period that garment is from? What time period is that garment from? It's yours. This is your closet in your white room, in your own home, in your mind's eye, in your soul. Whatever the garment is, you see it. And now I want you to visualize getting dressed in this garment. This is just one life that you chose, just one garment bag that you pulled out of your closet that you decided to put on today. Your soul guided you as to which garment bag to pull out and open up. And now I want you to put those clothes on. And I want you to be able to see yourself in those clothes. They fit perfectly. No matter what size the clothes are, no matter what size you need to be, the clothes fit perfectly. And you can put your arms out and look down at yourself. Certainly. Feel what it feels like to be in those clothes. What does it feel like? Are they masculine clothes? Are they feminine clothes? Are they old for an older person? Or are they children's clothing? But you are putting them on. Now I want you to look at the far right corner of the room. All of a sudden, there is a beautiful full-length mirror. Maybe it's standing on its own. A Chevelle mirror. Or maybe it's attached to the wall. It's also ornate. It's also fixed up. Very ancient, very old, but very clear. And I want you to start walking to the mirror because you want to see yourself in those clothes and how they fit and what they look like on you. So walk up to the mirror. Getting closer and closer, you begin to see your image. Now you're right by the mirror to see your full length image. What do you see? Pay attention to the details of the clothing. Pay attention to the details of you. Do you see a male in those clothes or a female? Younger person or older person? Look at the details. Look at your head, your face, your hair, your eyes. You can see all of the details. Let it just appear. <clears throat> and if it doesn't appear, just let it go. Just think that you're seeing it. Don't worry about what you see. Just let it happen. Look at the color of your hair, your facial features. How old do you think you are? What gender are you, male or female? Look at your arms, your hands, turn sideways. Act like you're trying to look behind you. Maybe it's a three-way mirror with two sides on it and you can look. Something that you see in a dress shop, in a suit shop, clothing store. But there is a beautiful mirror that you're looking in right now and you can see all the details. Just let it happen. Don't force it. Just what are you seeing in your mind's eye, in your imagination? Hold on to it. You feel safe. You feel comfortable. Take a deep breath in no matter what you see in the mirror. How long is your hair? How short is your hair? What color is it? 
What does it feel like to be in this outfit? Who are you? Maybe you're somebody famous, maybe you're not. Maybe you're somebody rich, maybe you're somebody poor. But pay attention to the whole clothing, the whole outfit. Absorb it in, take it with you. But there's more. Now I want you to walk back to your closet. In your mind's eye, just follow along, walk back to your closet. You can get there as quickly or as slowly as you want, but get back to your closet undress out of those clothes and make sure you hang them up in the garment bag that's hanging up on the back of the door, putting everything together neatly the way it was. Maybe it's on there. You're quick. This is your imagination. You can make things happen quickly or slowly. Put it back inside the garment bag. Make sure all parts of this article of clothing, this garment, is inside the bag before you zipper it up. It's safe. You're keeping it safe. You can turn back to it anytime you want. You can return to the memories of what life was in that garment. Now hang the bag back in the closet again. And take out one more. This time, take out the most important bag in that closet. Take it out. Hang it on. You know the routine. Hang it on the back of the door, on the hook. Open, unzip the garment bag. That was dark, black. You couldn't see the garment, but now you can. And pull the garment out of the garment bag, draping the garment bag behind it. What does that article of clothing look like? Male or female, young or old, it could change from the last one. It is totally different than the last one. What time period is this garment from? Put it on. Yes, it's your imagination. It's your visualization. You can put it on fast. You can put it on slow, but it's on you now. What do you have to do? Do you button it up? Do you zip it up? Does it come with pants or not? Skirt, long or short, dress, gown, layers and layers. What is the material made of? But make sure this article of clothing is on. And now walk to the mirror again. <coughs> walk to the mirror and you're getting closer and closer and you begin to see yourself and this is a different Different look, different person, different feel altogether. What do you see? Let it go. Walk up to the mirror, turn side to side so that you can try to see the front. You can see the back a bit, the sides, each side, left side, right side. Who are you in this one? How old are you in this one? What gender are you? What do you see? Let it just happen. Don't make it happen. Follow me as best as you can, feeling relaxed and safe and comfortable. But what's your emotions? Whatever the emotions that go along with the outfit, it's okay to feel. Maybe it makes you feel sad or angry, guilty or bad or negative. What does it make you feel? Anger, frustration, resentment, whatever it is. Allow yourself to feel whatever this garment makes you feel like. So that you know who you were in that life, in that time, in that garment. Hold on to the 
memories, hold on to it. Just from putting on that garment, all the memories can wake up again, just like they did the other garment that wakes up the memories. The memories are in you. The memories are your soul and who you are and who you are in this, in this garment. It's your soul that is getting dressed. It is your soul that puts on a new garment each lifetime. Now that you've seen yourself, go back to the closet. Take those clothes off. Hang them up in the garment bag, carefully, securely, knowing you're safe, knowing you can go back anytime you want. You can go to this closet anytime. You can repeat this at any time. Zip up the garment. Put the garment back in the bag and hang the bag up in the closet. Close the closet doors. And now the closet disappears again and the room is all white, four walls, ceiling and floor. But the door appears to leave. Go up to the door, walk out the door, and you're back into your own home and the door disappears. The door to your higher conscious your door to your higher soul, your higher lifetimes. Knowing that you can relive this, come back into the present moment, wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, and join me here. And thank you for taking this journey with me today. Again, my name is Vincent Jenna. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Use whatever memories came along with those visions to help you with this lifetime. Have a blessed rest of the week. Join me again next week, and we'll talk about Easter and the meaning and how it applies to every human on this planet. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.